The Horrible Gamers podcast may contain content not suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Horrible Gamers podcast, show number 396, being recorded on June the 6th, 2022. I'm, well, 2022, not 2022. What the hell? I want to hear how she's walks out today. I'm joined by my friend. From the West Coast to Best Coast, Gunny Chief Henley Merrill is back. Welcome back, Henley. Welcome. Hey, it's good to be back after a few weeks off hiatus, whatever. Just playing know, games, man. man. Working and playing games. It's been good. Glad to be here. Yeah, I, I, I get it. I get it, man. Me too. It's, it's nice to have the time off, but I'm glad to be back. I miss the show. I miss talking to you, buddy. And I miss talking to the mayor, even though the mayor cannot make it today. Um. Yeah, he couldn't make it today. He's working, unfortunately. People, he had to work last minute. Ooh, that adulting thing. Um. But yeah, uh, Ryan showed up, and he uh he can't make the show. Uh, but we love you, Ryan. We miss you, buddy. We do. And uh, yeah, it looks like it's gonna be a Gunny and Jesus show tonight. So yeah. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, you can follow us on Twitter at underscore horrible gamers. Leave us a review on iTunes. You can also probably review us on any other pat- podcast platforms. Blah, blah, fuck. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, go review us. Leave us reviews. Five stars are appreciated, but be honest. And uh, join our Facebook group, Horrible Gamers Podcast Community. That is a close group. Anything you post in the group on Facebook stays inside that group on Facebook. Um, you can also support the show with the monies over at Patreon. At patreon.com forward slash horrible gamers. Like our friends. And pull up the list, Gunny. Our friend Leahy, Jason Sams, Robert Noble, Sean Patrick, Chad Henley, Porkchop Poo, Nipron, the best HP host ever, Evan Big Girls in plural, Big D Tanaka, Jonathan Titan, Big D Hall, and the first HP Patreon, Bill Still, even the biggest D Garner, the second, the Elden Lord, uh, first of his name. Protector of the realm and all the kingdoms. <laughs> How many more titles can we add to him? <laughs> I know I'm over here talking. I'm muted. Um, yeah, I know. Man, I'm becoming that with the old with the Elden Ring has just been consuming my life. Nice, nice. Anyways, thank <laughs> you to titles. all of you for being Patreon machines. We really appreciate it. You can also head on over to Redbubble. We'll get yourself some nice HTP gear. Just type in horrible gamers in the search bar over at the Redbubble store, and you will find someone wearing our shirt. Inside that store, you can find over 70 items, such as an acrylic block, maybe some socks, a nice T-shirt, maybe a water bottle, maybe a nice journal gunny, maybe a, a I don't know, what else is there? A clock? Yeah, don't don't buy the shower curtain yet. You know, it's summertime. You're just going to sweat it all off anyway. Shower but you could curtains. buy a shower curtain. You should buy a shower curtain because you're going to need to take a shower, you smelly people. Don't 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 be like Gunny. Don't just sweat it off. It doesn't go away, all right? The smell doesn't just, go away, Gunny. No, I just anti-perspirant. Yeah, bad deodorant, man. It's what I use. Just get up in the morning, well, no just shower, that, just deodorant. Just no shower, huh? Okay. All right. yeah. I guess you're saving the water. <laughs> Anyways, head on over there. Get yourself some nice gear. You can also head on over to our friends at Manscaped, manscaped.com. Use promo code HGP20. Get yourself 20% off their premium top-of-the-line men's ball grooming products. You know, there's there's the trimmers. We've got, we've got nose trimmers, you know, ear trimmers. They have 
all kinds of stuff. Well, there's some nice boxer briefs you can wear. Uh, they even have some awesome gift sets and boxes you can buy as a gift. You know, Father's Day is coming up, Gunny. And that would it make is. a perfect gift. You know, maybe draw some hints for your significant others, gentlemen, if you are a dad out there. And uh, maybe you'll get a nice Manscaped gift. Tell them they can use promo code HGP20 to get 20% off. Free worldwide shipping. That is Manscaped.com. Promo code HGP20. Also, a big shout-out to our friend Phantom Meg for the intro and outro music to the podcast. And man, that intro just keeps getting longer. Like every every time I, every time we do a show, I'm like, man, can this get any longer? Can we, how long could this intro be? I know. I think right. I've got. I haven't got any comments in a long time, but it's like I, that's a long intro. Yeah, yeah, guys, you guys don't talk about video games for like forty minutes into the show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, guys, can you talk about video games faster, please? <laughs> Get to the meat of it, man. Uh, anyways, anyways. Um, yeah, anyways, video game talk time, Gunny. So, Gunny, I, I actually played some games. Feel free to jump in if you played any of them. Uh, some of the games that I played this past couple weeks, actually, have been Battlefield 2042. I played that with my buddy Brink, of course. Uh, me and him got together. We played some Battlefield 2042. And uh, I don't know, man. Like, that game... I don't know, like, tomorrow, supposedly, Gunny, big news here, I guess this is part of the news section, but it kind of, like, it's not, I don't see it in our news, so I'm going to mention it now, uh, Battlefield 2042, DICE just announced they have a big reveal tomorrow, at 9 a.m. Pacific time, uh, there will be a big reveal worldwide on YouTube or something, I don't know, maybe Twitch, maybe YouTube, but they're going to drop their trailer or their video for their Season 1 content update, which drops, uh, Sometime this month. I know they said June, so it could be tomorrow that they released it. Season Pass. Who knows? But uh, Season Pass 1 is coming, Gunny. And then they're going to unveil it tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Uh, I don't know how it's going to work for their Season Pass. I'm going to take you know, a guess here and assume that it's going to work just like the Call of Duty Pass, Fortnite Pass, uh, every other fucking pass you yeah. can think of out there. I mean, 100 levels, right? You pay 10 bucks for it or whatever, 100 levels, and then you get stuff. Uh, but I do know that uh, gold people that bought the premium edition or the gold edition of Battlefield 2042, that's most people that I know, including myself. Uh, you know, we haven't really got much for buying that. All we have got was uh, maybe, I think we got one skin for one character, and uh, we got a couple skins for the vehicles. Some of the vehicles have like a premium skin to them, which is like a black and blue skin. And I think the only character that has gotten a premium skin is McKay, which is the he's the grappling hook guy. So I don't really use him at all ever. So I, I mean, I equipped the skin on him, but I, I never use that character, Gunny. Like literally, I, I never use him ever. You know, I was watching a stream. You know, I'm going to start off with this, Jesus. So our friend Bill, uh, he actually, I'm just, we're just going to skip to one of our, the comment section uh, for the show. And so he wrote in and said, when will you guys let, or when will you guys get Jesus to the help he needs to pull him away from this battlefield wow. game? It's like an abusive relationship. And you guys just stand by and let him happen. Well, let me answer this. Uh, Elden Lord, okay? It's all he's got. It's all there is. It's all he has yeah. left in the, you know, his favorite franchise. So I'm going to let him run with it. 
You know, right, Jesus? I mean, you just, you have it. It's there. Yeah, um, just leave me alone. <laughs> you're always going to play it. The game could come out. I don't care, right? But yeah. uh, I was Apollo watching Duty. some streamers this week, or last week, and I went, you know, it's, I like the fucking grappling hook guy, man. I really do. Uh, I should probably play He's very you know versatile. He's very versatile in, in certain situations, but I just don't find them as useful as the other characters. My favorite characters are uh, Turret Guy, which is like the dude, I think his name is Boris, maybe. He's the uh, the guy that puts down a gun that shoots people. Uh, that's super helpful in holding down positions and holding down like I play a lot of breakthrough, which is the kind of it's almost like a rush, but not really. You just have to capture the two points and then push the people back. So it's like front lines from Battlefield Five or Battlefield One, where you are pushing the enemy back all the way to their last base, and then you got to capture their last base or whatever. Um, Pretty much that mode is kind of cool with that guy because you just put down these turrets, you know, and defend the area. And they last for quite a while. So, um, yeah, I like using him. I um, I like I like him. I like Sundance as well. She has the special grenades. So she has an EMP grenade. Uh, she also has a smoke grenade and I believe a, like, no, she has a EMP cluster grenade and a uh, like an anti-vehicle grenade, which pretty much is kind of cool, Gunny, because you could just throw it at an airplane or a helicopter as it's coming by, and it'll lock onto it and follow it around like a missile. <laughs> so you'll see them popping flares and stuff, which is kind of helpful for people that actually have like rocket launchers, because now once the people yes. pop their flares, they can now lock onto them and shoot them down or whatever. It comes really in handy and scaring the helicopters away when you're defending or whatever. It's super helpful. It yeah, also lock on to uh, uh, what's up? I want to say that was was it uh, Battlefield? Was it a bad company game? I think it was. They kind of had that automatic lock in lock on. I don't and, they, know. and then they sort of changed it later on. No idea, but I know that uh, I was. You know, I like playing with her her character. She has the wingsuit as well. She doesn't have a parachute, so when you jump off of buildings or a helicopter, you have the wingsuit instead of the parachute, which all the other characters have a parachute except for her. Which I wish they would kind of give you the option to switch between the parachute or the wingsuit, like choose, you know, because that would be a lot cooler, I think, because that it could have, you know, I feel like the wingsuit is appropriate for certain situations, but not all. And I also feel like the parachute might be more helpful in certain situations. And, you know, it'd be cool if you can switch between the two. Like, what do you have equipped now? Kind of like your guns that you have equipped. Like, maybe you can switch out this, this, the wingsuit and the parachute. That would be really cool. Anyways, me and Brink were playing Battlefield 2042. Brink was having issues with it. I, I think Brink just breaks his computer or something. Or I don't know, man. But this guy is always having problems every time we play certain games. He just like... We have fairly the same hardware. The, the main difference is he has a newer graphics card than I do. So he has a 3080 Super, I believe, or a 3080 something. And I, I just have a 2080 Super. But every time I play with this guy... He's always having some crazy issue with it. He's like, oh, man, my screen is flickering. I'm like, what? Like, like my, my shit's just fine, dude. It's running fine. He's like, no, man, I, I'm i getting this weird stutter. I'm like, what, what are you talking about, Brink? You know, man, like, oh, my, my screen just froze. My game just froze. Like, random crazy shit happens to him all the time. And it literally happens every time we play. Like, he could be playing any other game, right? And I message him, like, Brink, get on, let's get on some Call of Duty or Battlefield. One of two things. He won't have it installed, Gunny. He'll be like, I don't have it installed. 
So I usually have to force him and like fucking beg him. Like, yo, dude, come on, man. Get on. It's really, come on, man. Let's play some Call of Duty. Let's play some Battlefield. Oh, okay. I'm going to install it right now. And it takes about an hour of me waiting around for him to still install it. While he's doing that, we end up usually playing something else. And then it's always some kind of issue with Brink. He's, he's probably like me where he's just got a 500 gigabyte SSD. He just, he just right. I don't know I mean, what he does, not, dude. It's a lot of room, but it's still not a lot, you know? He, like, I don't know. He's always reinstalling his shit. I know Mayo, Mayo, Mayo is the same way, dude. Mayo is, like, the same fucking thing. Like, I hit him, Mayo, let's play some game. I don't have that installed. Then he'll tell me he has some random hobo indie game installed. He's like, oh, I have this installed. I'm like, what the hell? Why do you have that instead of, like, Battlefield installed, dude? I don't know. I don't, I don't never play Battlefield. <laughs> but, um, yeah, anyway, so we, uh, we were playing some things. games. Besides yeah, Brink. I, definitely. You know, you know different least, times of the week or day? I don't know, man. Uh, anyways, once me and Brink, we were done playing Battlefield 2042. He convinced me to re-download Battlefield 4. Actually, I already had it downloaded. Sorry, we switched over to Battlefield 4. And uh, we played that for quite a long time, dude. Like, Battlefield 4 really does hold up on the PC. Especially, like, with the graphics cards we have nowadays. I mean, the game runs phenomenally fucking well. Like, I, I'm getting 130 frames constantly. Like, it's just smooth as butter. And I have everything on Ultra, man. I have all the settings cranked all the way to the max. And the game looks gorgeous. The game holds up. And there's so much destruction in the... the the audio of the game is so well done. I think it's way better than the audio in 2042. The audio in Battlefield 4 is phenomenal, man. And uh, they really did a great job with that game. That game is so good. Like, they need to remake the next Battlefield, whatever it is. Battlefield 6, I guess it would be, right, maybe? Uh, that game needs to be like a Battlefield 4 remake, pretty much. They need to just say, you know what? All right, screw it, man. We're going to go back to, like, modern time soldiers and just make a Battlefield, like, 4 game, but it's going to be, like, a new graphics or new end, like, a you know, new graphics, whatever, Frostbite 3 or whatever, or whatever engine they'll use, you know, like, I want that, dude. It's just so fucking good. It holds up, man. Um, Battlefield 4 was a blast. I was playing with him. We ended up playing a few matches on some crazy servers where we were getting our asses kicked by these tanks and these fucking jets and helicopters, and then we ended up uh, switching over to an infantry-only server, and that was kind of fun. I thought I wasn't going to like it as much because I'm, I'm when I play Battlefield 4, I'm a big Conquest guy. Like, I love the jets. I love the tanks. I love flying the big fucking jets and the helicopters. And I love fucking people up in a tank, you know, like rolling up in a tank and just destroying a whole area. It's so satisfying. So I thought infantry only was going to suck. But it actually was a lot of fun because, like, you don't have to really worry about that. You don't have to worry about a helicopter coming in and, you know, fucking wiping your whole squad out or your yeah. half your team out, you know, because he dropped a missile or whatever right on you. Uh, so that's kind of cool. Um, but, yeah, man, Battlefield 4 holds up. Great time there with Brink. And um, so besides those two games, I, I also uh, played a little bit of uh, Sniper Elite 5. I was playing that the other day. Now, Sniper Elite 5 is a game that is on Game Pass. It's a brand new game, so it's kind of very awesome to see that, you know, to see a, a brand new title release and drop on Game Pass. I was playing that. Um, the mode that I really was playing the most was the uh, 
what's it called invasion or something like that so okay is that a new is that a new mode yeah I, I it, remember if that was ever in sniper elite 4 no it wasn't this is the new mode in this game which is pretty much like the invasion i don't know if you ever played like a uh, watchdogs or if you ever played a uh, death loop it's just like that. So you're playing the game in your own single player mode, or or Elden Ring, or whatever. Well, that's fuck that game. Okay, fuck that game, honey. <laughs> All right, listen. Uh, so if you ever play like Death Loop or whatever, the main thing of Death Loop is you're you're always gonna get invaded. Usually every time you're playing in Death Loop, no matter what, without fail. Maybe nowadays it's different because less people are playing it. But when I got the game when it first came out. And probably when it drops on Game Pass, it's going to be the same way. Where without fail, every time you're in a fucking level trying to do your mission or whatever you're doing, uh, there's going to be somebody that comes into your game to invade you. Which means that they're going to come in and they're going to try to fucking kill you. And you got to either kill them first or whatever, you know. So I played as the invasion mode as the German guy. So you spawn into the map, like a certain player's map, as a... Uh, I forget what his name is. The guy has a name. I forget it. I, yeah, I, don't know. I forgot. I've been playing it now. Jaeger or something well. like that. Maybe Jaeger. Maybe some shit. Some weird name like that. Some German name. But you are a German soldier who is a sniper, an elite sniper German soldier that spawns into the map, and you have a bunch of perks. So you have like all these perks unlocked for your character that are just default unlocked. So like you have like extra like extra time to hold your breath you can spot people at a longer distance you can uh track people's footsteps you can track sounds better you can uh uh like hide faster like if somebody spots you you can uh like disappear from their marker or whatever faster like you you're able to hide easier or whatever um so i was playing as him i spawned into somebody's map now, in that mode, you can unlock guns for Jaeger or whatever the sniper's name. I don't know. Maybe that's not his name. I don't know. I'm just saying that name because it just got stuck in my head now. <laughs> but uh, you can unlock different guns and stuff for him. I, I I don't know. Like, I had a bunch of stuff unlocked already, so I just picked whatever I thought looked cool. I went into the first match, and the first match I went into was kind of crazy because it was like this. And Like, I never played the game before, so I spawned into somebody's game in a game that I've never played, so I don't know these fucking maps, and they're kind of big maps on the Stamper Elite 5. So I spawn in, and uh, you pretty much spawn in, like, randomly on the map, I think, and you are, you know, obviously none of the Germans that are there are going to attack you because you're on their side, so there are just people walking around patrolling, usually, and you're walking around with them, and, um, you, like, your job is now to find out where the enemy player is, and uh, kill them you know, or, or hide from them because they might try to kill you. So, like, when you first spawn in for, like, the first, I want to say for the first, uh, I want to say four to f maybe four minutes or so, or for three minutes maybe. It's a really short time, but it's not very short to where you don't notice it. Uh, but you can't, for the first three or four minutes, use these payphones around the, the game. There's these telephones that are set up around the map that you can pull up your map and you'll see the telephone locations. Now, if you walk over to a telephone, once it unlocks, it gives you the option to use the telephone and you can use the telephone to, uh, to like call it and the game will tell you like where kind of like the location of the player, like where the enemy is at. Okay. I've seen uh, that like in the bunkers. It'll say he's here. Like he is right here right now. And like, it'll ping the location where he's at. 
and you can pull it up on your map and it'll say he was here one second ago, two seconds ago, and it'll count down to like a minute. So like it'll go from one second to one minute and it'll kind of give you a hint of where he's at on the map. Not a hint, but it really it'll tell you where he's at on the map. Now, the, the downside to this is that the enemy, the players in the game, can also get to one of these phones if they're able to get to one. And they can use the phone as well to find your location. So, the other thing you could do at the at these telephones, I want to call them pay phones, but they're not pay phones. They're just telephones. <laughs> the other thing you could do at these telephones just, is... You know, or two, right? So, it's it, they're just wall phones. Like they're I've just telephones. They're just, it's just telephones. Anyways, you... Uh, the other thing you can do with these telephones is you can uh, set up a bomb on them. So it's like a booby trap. So you as a German or whatever, you can set up That's these nice bombs. That's a nice feature they've added. You can set up these bombs on them. So when the other player comes in to fucking use the phone, boom, their ass blows up. And now you got an easy kill because you booby trapped the fucking phone or whatever, you know, like, so you killed them. Good job. Um, but yeah, so first time I spawned in, I ran around. I literally ran into like this building. I ran around the corner to look at the phone. And as soon as I was like coming around the corner, somebody started shooting me in the back. I legit spun around on them like hella quick, dude, and just fucking sprayed and killed him like so fast. I mean, like, like I, I'm, I shot this dude, like barely shot him and he was dead. Like I was like, wow, like that was really easy to kill that guy. And he was pissed off, obviously, because like, (laughs) you know, you just fucking killed him and you just finished his fucking match. And he's probably like, what the fuck? I've been playing this for 30 minutes and this asshole just showed up and fucking killed me. Anyways, he rage quit because there was like host left the game right after I killed him. (laughs) Right. So then uh, I got into another match and this other match was kind of cool. I, uh. I, I, I used the payphone because it said, like, the map, the game will tell you, like, the telephones are now unlocked. You or the enemy player can use these phones to find your exact location or their exact location. So I went to a payphone in a bunker. Obviously, it was easy to get there because you're German, so all the Germans just let you walk right past them, you know. All the officers, all the other people let you walk right past them. And I used this payphone in a bunker. And I call it, and, like, it shows their location on the map. And, like, it kind of, it'll, like, what it'll do, it'll show a camera showing them walking around the area that they're in. So, it shows you where they're at exactly, the camera where it's at. And also, like, it'll ping that location. So, like, you you have a marker on on your screen. You can open up your map. You can see the marker on the map. But it'll also actually show you, like, a little video real quick of where they're at. And uh, and it'll also inform the other player, like, hey, you've now been marked by the enemy sniper. Like, they know your location. So this guy was, these, this guy that I pinged was really close to me. Like, he was, like, as soon as I saw him, like, where the screen where he showed where he was at, I was like, dude, I was just there. He's right outside, literally, like, outside the front door here. So I fucking run out, and I climb up this ladder. I go out there, and I'm waiting for him at this door. I'm just, like, I'm just camping the door, just fucking waiting for him to walk in. And, like, he doesn't walk in. I'm like, what the fuck? He doesn't walk in, doesn't walk in, doesn't walk in. So I fucking run out there. Because there's this not, like, oh, yeah, he's like an officer. He's like a Nazi officer. He's walking back and forth. He's walking into the bunker. He turns around and he walks out. And he's, like, smoking a cigarette, just walking back and forth. And I'm like, to get in here, they have to kill this guy. So he's not dead. So obviously they did not come this way. They must have gone another way. And sure enough, like, I'm, I run out there to where the ping was. And it says, like, player was here 
35 seconds ago, 45 seconds ago. I'm like, where the fuck could they have gone? Next thing you know, I hear an alarm go off. Like, it's like, fucking alarm is going off. And it's like, and like, and, and the game has said, like, enemy has set off an alarm at this bunker. And I'm like, oh, okay, these motherfuckers are over there. And sure enough, I run over there to the main entrance and everyone's dead, dude. There's like <laughs> fucking dead bodies everywhere. I'm like, oh, these guys definitely went through here, you know? It's like all these fucking dead soldiers just everywhere, dude. It's fucking like, whoa, these guys fucking came through here. And I run in there. And I, this guy is like, he has all the alarms going off. And there's all these officers pointing their guns at like, they're like pointing their guns up at this walkway. And I'm like, is he out there at that walkway? Because they... They must have spotted him up there because they're all pointing their guns in the same direction, right? So they, they're like kind of like tracking him. And I'm like, okay, I got to find out how to get up there. So I go up to like the staircase, super big fucking bunker that I'm in, Gunny. And I, I, I look down like this walkway, like all the way down. And there's this dude just killing people. He's just fucking up there, just fucking mowing everybody down. And he has his back to me. So he doesn't see me. And I just fucking just, I set up my, pull out my sniper, dude. It was kind of cool. I pull out my sniper, I scope in on him, and boom, take the first shot. I hit him in the back, take the second shot, I hit him again, and he falls on the ground. And, like, he fell on the ground, and then I shot it again, and, like, the bullet went, like, as he fell, the bullet went, like, right through his fucking head. Like, it was cool, dude. It was, like, nice. it went to, like, the top of his head, to, like, his whole body almost. Like, the bullet went through, like, the top of his Like, skull. the bullet time cinematic? Yeah, yeah. and, like, it went, through, awesome. it went through, like, his whole body and shit. And I was like, fuck, that was cool as shit. But what I didn't know was that there was another guy in there. there was, like, oh, so a, he like, was doing, like, is he doing co-op? He must have been doing co-op. Because next thing you know, like, it says, like, okay, one player down, one left. I'm like, what the fuck, one left? And sure enough, like, I'm running around. And, like, this dude... I see him running across, like, the warehouse from me, like, this huge bunker. He's, like, across the way from me. He's walking on this, like, he's walking on the staircase. And literally, I, like, I don't, I thought he did not see me, Gunny. He must have seen me, though. Because as soon as I, like, crouch and I pull out my scope, as soon as I, like, aim down my fucking scope at him, he turned around on me like he he was walking up the staircase and he turned left and he just aimed at me. I don't know. He must have got really lucky or something, dude. But he shot at me as soon as I was going to shoot at him. Like I just barely had scoped in on his head and I see the bullet time cinematic and I'm like, holy fuck. I'm like, am I dead? And sure enough, it shows the bullet coming out of his gun in slow motion and it comes towards me and it goes through my scope and it hits me in the eyeball. Boom. I'm like, oh, I'm like, that was fucking cool, dude. I'm like, that is yeah. fucking sick. Like, it, it was so cool. It was like a fucking movie, man. I was like, okay, that, like, this dude deserves that fucking kill. That was fucking. Yeah, he gets the medal for that one. It, so it must be like, uh, what is it, Ghost Recon, Wildlands or whatever, where, so remember those game modes they had, like, in, in co-op multiplayer or versus modes where, yeah, if you... You know, like, if you fire a weapon, it kind of shows that, like, it almost highlights you. Or it does highlight you in certain situations, especially if you fire your weapon. Like, you'll be highlighted on yeah. the map. It must have been that or something, but, like, this dude knew kind of where I, like, automatically knew where I was at. And I, I had killed his buddy, and he, he was going up to where his buddy was, where I had shot his buddy from. And that's where he was at now. And I was on the other side now. And, like, yeah, I, I ran up there and... Fuck, dude, that was like a movie. That was so cool. But yeah, that's the only mode I played in that game was Invasion. I was just invading people's fucking games and killing them and 
having them kill me, and it was kind of cool. Um, I noticed that some people rage quit when I invaded their game. No, I'm saying here like, because I just maybe they don't realize it, right? You could that just toggle it, it off. It tells you in the beginning of the game, like, hey, it's yeah. got an invasion mode. Do you want to turn it on, off? What do you yeah. want to do? It tells you it's you can hidden. turn it. It'll even tell you like you can turn this off any time in the menu. They probably don't realize what it is. Right. Come on, Until man! Just fucking fucking turn it off burp. then if you don't want to get, get murked. They're like, "What was that bullshit?" Yeah, what the fuck? What the fuck that guy was so good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like no shit, dude. But yeah, like it, it was it was really fun. One thing that I don't like about the game though is I don't think it looks next gen. It looks good. It doesn't look next gen to me. I mean, and I, and I'm playing it on the PC, like on max settings, kind of like on ultra everything. Yeah, I'm playing on the Series S on and my. It, it looks PB. good. I'm playing in that 140. Four hertz. Yeah, like it looks so. good. Doesn't look great. Game runs well. I was getting pretty high frame rates, like really high frame rates. Actually, runs well. It's it's a stable game. Like there's there's no issues there. It just doesn't look. It just doesn't look next gen to me. Also, another thing that I didn't like was that um, like as a sniper, I feel like you should be able to hide like in a bush. Like I want to hide in a fucking bush and just wait for somebody to walk by so I can shoot them. No, like, I, I can't do that. You can't walk into bushes sometimes. There's, like, these invisible, like, walls where you can't, like, walk, like, through this area because, like, your guy is too stupid to walk through the bush. So you have to, like, legit walk around the entire fucking field. Yeah, yeah, it does that. So uh, that's one of the issues I'm having in that first map where it's in that southern section by the ocean water area where, you know, it's got... But not super close to the water, but it's got those like sand duny ish areas where it's the terrain's a little <laughs> bit different and you think, oh, like, okay, I think I see a guy walking around there or a couple guys, a couple enemies, and I'm like, all right, I'll just go up behind him. Cause, cause you can like basically not quite run up to an enemy, right? Before you have to crouch and then come up behind and do a stealth kill. But it's like, all right, well, why does it fuck is it not letting me just kind of like make this little turn like oh it's almost like an invisible thing where i have to go on you know the perspective pathway that it wants me to take and i got caught a couple times i was like err you know like uh, fuck he see me and th- then i have to take out my mp40 and you know try to spray him down that way you know if i didn't because i didn't get the take on him you know so but that's just a minor gripe i have with that section <clears throat> but, but yeah i um other than that, uh, I really haven't been playing much else. <laughs> I I play a little bit of Jurassic World Evolution too. That is on Game Pass as well. I'm not liking it. I don't know what it is. I haven't played. I'm just I'm just not a fan of it. I don't know if I don't like the whole like, oh the the dinosaurs are on the world now. You gotta like, it's like the I was playing the campaign. And the campaign is pretty much you go to like different areas of the country, like different maps or whatever, and each one you have like a certain one objective so like it'll be like okay kind of build up this park kind of you're kind of just building like these enclosures real quick and capture these certain dinosaurs so like capture this carnivore dinosaur capture this fucking crazy other dinosaur or whatever you know and like every so often like something bad will happen we're like oh there's a storm coming in um yo for a company that fucking brought dinosaurs back to life honey that company sucks at building stormproof like fucking they do. equipment. They do. 
Yeah, we saw that in the first Jurassic Park. Like, <laughs> yeah. never thought about a backup generator for for like a company that that fucking fucking reversed engineered DNA to like bring dinosaurs back to life. They fucking suck. I like. They just suck at a uh, you know like weatherproofing their shit. Every time like some weather event happens, oh, we got this snowstorm coming in. Oh, wow, look, all our fences are now broken. Oh, my, you got to send your ranger team out there to fucking fix these fences and send your security team out there to tranquilize all the dinosaurs before they eat everyone. It's like, really, guys? Like, really? You're a fuck, you're probably like a multi-billion dollar fucking company or whatever. Like, how can you not afford engineers that can, like, make something that's not going to break because right. of Right, you're fucking... going to need a lot of fail-safes. <laughs> Why can't you just make something that's not going to break with the stupid little rainstorm, you know? Like, oh... Right, yeah. or, yeah, like you say, when the power goes out, there's another, you know, layer of security with whatever it might be, you know? Yeah. Fucking some battery system that's connected to the fences or something. Like, come on, man, really? You're really going to tell me they cannot... They're probably too cheap. Can't afford it. It's not in yeah. the budget, Gunny. It's not in the budget. Right. Okay? It wasn't in the budget. I'm sorry. You know? so, sorry, sorry, Jesus. Sorry, everybody died. Sorry, everyone died. That's sorry. why we have a lot of insurance. And sorry. we do a lot of cover-up. Sorry all your co-workers died. I mean, it just wasn't in the budget to really have all these security systems in place. <laughs> we got money galore. We're going to rebuild. Uh, yeah, we'll just hire new people. Sweep and under uh, the rug. We're cool. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, so this game, yeah, it takes place. It is... I believe that the movie is tied to this game somehow, or like this game is tied directly with the new movie coming out, which just comes out like in three That's days. It's a or short whatever. little trailer they they've been showing um, on the side. Well, yeah, I'll just say the I, I'm going to say the right. movie. The movie is probably directly tied in with this game because this game takes place in the U.S. for the most part in the campaign, and you are, like I said, you go from like Arizona to Washington to Utah to fucking New York or whatever, like different states or whatever, and you're capturing these different dinosaurs that are now roaming the world somehow, like, a lot of them are roaming the world. Not just, like, like, it's not like, oh, we brought 10 raptors back from Jurassic Park, but now there's, like, a thousand of them, and they're, like, all over the country. Like, how the hell did that even happen, dude? They didn't even bring that many dinosaurs back from Jurassic Park. How the fuck are they now roaming the entire Earth? They repopulate that fast? 20 years later, that. I have no idea, yeah. I don't believe what? that. Like, in two years, the fucking entire... Like, no way, dude. How in two years? Like, how do you go from having, oh, we have two fucking Triceratops that came back from Jurassic Park. Now there's like a thousand of them running around the fucking flatlands in Wyoming. Like, what? How? How did that happen? Like, what are they, these motherfuckers reproduce like a fucking, like rabbits? Or what the hell's going on right yeah, now, dude? Unless they, yeah, they definitely did something to the genome. <laughs> like... It's a rabbit. Yeah, you know? like, what the hell's going on in here, man? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't get that whole I don't know. Part. I kind of enjoyed in the last game where you were basically in the island, right? You're the eggs from other countries. Yeah, yeah. You're, like, searching for fossils. Were, yeah, you were basically making dinosaurs. Yeah, in this doing. one, you're, you're not making yeah. dinosaurs. You're capturing them. When I played in the campaign, you're capturing them. And that's really it. And uh, and they have, like, the, the smart-ass Dr. Malcolm or whatever, Ian or whatever. Like, he's in the game. And he's always, like, I, I don't like that, dude. Because he's always making, like, these stupid fucking comments. Like, oh, like, oh, oh you never would have thought about that, huh? Like, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, fuck you, man. Like, fuck you and your stupid comments, fucking asshole. Like, I don't like you, guy. He's, he's better like the, than me. 
Yeah, like he's like the, doing the work. He's the douchebag that works with you, and he's like, "Oh, you should have thought about that." And huh? like, "Fuck you, dude!" Like, I don't like you, man. Like, fuck off. You know, he like, smokes a lot of dope. That guy. Go be a brown noser somewhere else, dude. Like, no one wants you around here, man. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like, fuck off, dude. <laughs> and there's like the guy who, uh, well, Chris Pat's in the game too, supposedly. I don't know. I don't know if these guys are voiced by the fucking the the. the Celebrity actors, I fucking highly doubt it. Okay, they'll probably use some other voice actors to voice them. Uh, I guess they sound like him. I don't know. I really don't care if they do or not. I don't pay attention to it because they talk for like two seconds. They'll say like some stupid one-liner like, Oh, uh, oh, look at that. He's a, That's a beautiful-looking T-Rex. Uh, look at that thing. Oh, my. Uh, yeah, you're going to have to be real careful captioning. No, no fucking kidding, dude. No kidding. I'm going to have to be careful capturing a fucking T-Rex. Yeah, oh, this ain't Pokemon thank over here. <laughs> thank you for the fucking great tip of information there, Chris. Thank you, Chris Pratt. You really fucking helped me out there with it. I wouldn't have known to be real careful to capture this fucking T-Rex, all right? I wouldn't have known that, Gunny. God, what would we, have, what would we do without this guy? You know, I'd, like... I do cuts on the writing, it looks like. <laughs> it sounds like. like. These guys are just giving you stupid, like, little one-liner fucking tips or whatever, and... It's kind of annoying, so I kind of really don't like the game. I I like the building. I just want to build a fucking cool park and see the dinosaurs escape every once in a while and kill people. I want to see that, man. I want to, like, like create, like, cool evacuation routes and, like, make sure that everyone's kind of, like, you know, like, if something bad does happen in my park, I want to see, like, my shit work. Like, my plan worked. Like, all these security fail-saves that I had worked out like i planned it correctly you know what i mean i don't want to fucking run around capturing stupid fucking vegetarian hobo ass fucking vegan hipster dinosaurs okay no one wants to do that <laughs> gunny all right we ain't right. Gonna, i want to capture a dinosaur that's hitting his vape pen all right as as he's you know running away from me hitting his vape pen and i'm just fucking flying a helicopter behind it and shooting it that's like really lame. Got a sleep dart going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Go to sleep, hipster. So cool. Yeah, go to sleep, stupid dinosaur. Yeah, like this is so dumb. Yeah, that game, I don't know, man. I'm glad it's on Game Pass. I didn't really pay for it. And I was going to buy this game because Ghost Nico recommended it highly to me when it first came out. He was like, dude, you're going to love this game. You really like the first one. You're going to love this one. And I got to say, Ghost Nico, you're wrong. <laughs> I do not love this game. Maybe like now... I did notice that I only played the campaign, and there is, like, some cool-looking mode in there that's called, um, I believe they call it Chaos Mode, which is, like, a challenge mode where it says on their description is pretty much the scenarios from the movies or certain scenarios from the movies play out, and you have to kind of prevent them. You know what I mean? So I'm assuming, like, the first movie where, like, the power go out, the power goes out in the park. Like, I'm assuming you got to somehow prevent that or have, like, fail-saves in place to, like, you know, what would you, what would happen in your park if this happened or whatever, you know? Like, how would you handle that situation, you know? So I'm assuming they have, they have like, maybe that's what those modes are. I have no idea what that is. But it's called, like, chaos mode or something. And then there's just a free mode. Uh, yeah. I, I would assume also, I would just add to that, that it, that it probably, I don't know if it's about preventing it, but, but basically dealing with it or fixing... Yeah fixing the you know the incident yeah yeah like oh we got to rebuild this now like like maybe the first movie just happened and now you got to go back and rebuild the park because it's all fucked up yeah 
You know, <laughs> like, go capture the fucking T-Rex and put him back in his fucking cage. Right, because he he's escaped. And, that yeah. thing's running around, fucking eating people. Like, we can't have him running around. We got to capture him somehow. Like, yeah, maybe that's what it is. I don't know, but I want to maybe try that out and see what that is like. I also played a little bit of Trek to Yumi or Trek to Yomi or whatever that game is, that samurai game. Yeah, uh, I haven't gone back to it. I'm not really liking it. It's too basic in the combat for me. Like, it's just, like, kind of lame. I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't like the combat, really. Very simplistic. I like the the aesthetic of the game. The visuals are nice. But they kind of get boring really fast, and it's very samey. And it, it, it feels uninspired to me somehow. Like, I, I just, I'm not feeling the story. Like, oh, wow, these guys show up. Oh, they killed your uncle or whoever your samurai lord was. Now you got to be the new samurai lord. But you're just a little kid that was training to become a samurai. But now all of a sudden, you know all the fighting moves of a samurai and can run around and kill these people. Like, like really, dude? Okay? Like, really, Gunny? You got to have me believe that a fucking 12-year-old kid... Okay, that Remember was being that was training game? that was training as a samurai gunny can now run around and kill everyone. But you know how people complain about that all the time. So it's not even a spoiler. When you first start out this game, you basically train for like literally what three Two, minutes, like a minute. <laughs> okay, a minute. Okay, left trigger, left, left. Yeah. It'll swing the sword, and this one will turn you around. Like I, I don't know. I think people just lose patience quickly and. I thought it was perfect. It was like, okay, I understand the basics. That's cool. Yeah. Good. Let's get to the story. Boom. You know, you're running down through the village and, you know, with that girl and, yeah, she's running along with you and shit goes haywire and boom, you're right into the action. But, yeah, again, again, I've only played like that first sequence and, you know, killed a few people. But I don't know. I kind of like that. I was like, oh, I don't want to learn how to, like. You know, on an Xbox control, you got a LBRB hold down A, you know, to block or something. I don't know. It's not a, it's not exactly a fighting sim, but yeah. Now, see, now I want to go back and play that more. See how that even plays out. But I get it. You are a young person. I get it. You're a young person. It's not like you've even mastered anything. It doesn't show that at the beginning of the game. Yeah. You know, you're just, yeah. You're just, you're just there, dude. Maybe they uh, should have, right? They should have said, all right, you're ready to go. You're a fucking dojo now. Go. You are a master. <laughs> Maybe that's up her interpretation on your end, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I guess. Um, But that's that's really it, man. Like, <laughs> that's all I've played. Um, Yeah. What have you been playing, honey? Um, uh, just to kind of finish up Sniper Elite. I always want to call it four, but it is Sniper Elite Five. Yeah, it's it's a little frustrating for me, Jesus. I don't know why. I think because you know I'm, you know I'm not playing it as often. I really just want to keep playing Elden Ring. Um, but man, I've been in that fucking like that first map now for, which I understand it's a big map. You know, there's there's lots of areas to learn and go to, and I think I've done everything in the map, but I just haven't done it all at once. Uh, a lot, some of that stuff is even optional. I don't know exactly what is optional and what's not. Yeah, yeah. Um, because you have your primary objectives, and then you've got obviously just secondary shit, like either finding a collectible or or finding an area of interest, you know, or something. Um, killing a Nazi fucking colonel or whatever they would even call him, or not yeah. a general, but yeah, like 
Like, oh, you got this guy. Oh, he's got a key on him. Go to that bunker, you know? Um, I don't know. It's It definitely feels different from Sniper Elite 4 as far as, like, maybe because the map is is larger, I feel like I'm not able to... Maybe what I need to do is I need to slow down, stop, and, you know, kind of mark everybody and just start taking dudes out, you know, until they really start firing back at me. I feel like I'm trying to rush it too much um, because there's, like, in that first map when you're kind of heading out, you know, if you kind of follow along to the right, there's, you know, there's towers with floodlights and it's like, yeah, you really cannot go that way. I mean, it would be extremely difficult to even evade that way to kind of follow it all the way to the right, you know, to get around it or something. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff I am enjoying. Like, you know, it's got its classic, uh, you know, um, you know, bullet time and nut shots and fucking headshots and all that shit's in there. Um, different ways to get into the base, you know, using finding bolt cutters to cut through a fence, shit like that. So, uh, yeah, but just like some of the things like, I don't know, like you're supposed to climb up these towers, you know, put the satchel charges on them. And it's like, okay, do I, I guess there's two ways you can kind of do it, right? You can either set the charges to go off slowly or they can go off, you know, really fast, but you don't really want to be in the area because I th- assume it'll probably do a lot of damage to you or even kill you. Um, or you can even, like, climb back down and just shoot it, you know, from there if you can even find it, you know. Um, but uh, I don't know. It, it's almost like I, I where I get to a point where I'm like, oh, man, you got spotted or whatever. Yeah, everybody knows where you're at. I guess you do have to go either rehide, you know, until you know, they're not hunting you anymore or just kind of keep going and mowing dudes down. But I don't know, just, I'm just going to slow down a little bit. I, I'm not looking for a 100%, you know, stealth kill everybody kind of game, but you know, at least, at least get through the darn thing. So, but yeah, I'd say it, it looks good on the series S. It, it it feels like almost like a PC game to me where it, it just almost has that look to it. I don't know. Maybe maybe if I switched it over and went to a, uh, you know, a quality kind of version instead of performance, you know, and then I got my, you know, 60 frames at 4K, it would probably look different. But you figure I play on so much on a lot on PC that I do like that 120 hertz. So that's it's definitely something I I prefer much more rather than rather than that true 4K. Um, But yeah, that's Sniper Elite 5. Um, the other game I played, oh, that, uh, also came to Game Pass was that Pac-Man Museum. Did you see this? Is that something up your alley as far as an arcade game, Jesus? I don't really care for it, no. I don't really care. Yeah, it's, you know, you figure, hey, that was, that was my jam back when I was a kid. I, I was never really good at those games, you know? I, again, it was almost like my Twitch back in the late 1980s, you know, when I was a kid, where it's like, oh, just watching people play the game, you know, like... Yeah, I would play it, but, um, you know, because I always sucked with it. But I will say there's something I looked online immediately after pl- yeah. installing and playing this on my, on the Series S, is that the controls are, there's something wrong, you know, like there's, yeah, like, you know, with that left stick, it's not quite working the way it should be, because I'm like, okay, I know I suck at these games, just playing regular ass Pac-Man or uh, Super Pac-Man or whatever it was. 
And it was like, it's not going down or, you know, what I want it to. Yeah, boom, I looked up and it's like, yeah, they're they're working on those bugs, you know. What, 40 years later, you're still working on the bugs? Are you serious? (laughs) I get it, man. It's like this all-in-one kind of collection thing that they're doing. Um, But there are 14 games in this collection here that you get to play, and that's all your Pac-Mans and your Pac-Pal, Pac-Land, Pac-Mania, Pac-Attack, Pac-In-Time. Some of these I've never even played uh, that I've literally just seen. Uh, There's a Pac-Man Arrangement, Arcade Edition, um, just to name off a couple more. Pac-N-Roll Remix and uh, Pac-Man 256, which is a good game. You can actually play that on your phone as well, or tablet or PC. Uh, I haven't played the Pac-Man Battle Royale. I wonder if that's an online thing or if it's just against AI players. So that'll be interesting to find out. you know what I should do? I wonder if that's available on the PC, because that's something they've been doing quite a bit lately, uh, especially when it comes to, like, a Game Pass, which I assume is going to be, you know, always on a console. But, uh, I don't know, I don't see it here. I'm going to double-check it, because then I would just kind of play with my arrow keys, you know? Um, at least I'd, I'd stand a I'd stand a chance on, you know, completing some of these levels, which I have, Uh which I was able to do when I was at the uh, the vacation home this last weekend playing this game. So, um, yeah. But hell, if you got a if you got another joystick or something, you can play. You know, besides a controller. But yeah, wait till they fix this this game a little bit more. Just needs a few patches. Not exactly uh, graphic intensive. Um. Elden Ring, Elden Ring talk, man. Level 156, Jesus. I'm still going. Yeah, I'm still going. I, uh, it, I've i unlocked a lot of areas. I, I'm telling you, I have not. There's only been a few things where, yeah, where I will go to YouTube. And if I do watch a video on how do you get into said castle, right? I'm just using that for example, not a, not a named castle, right? And it's like, okay, but I'm like, motherfucker, I, that doesn't tell. It's not helping me, you know, like that's not. And this was last week. I'm trying to get into this castle. Um, You know, I've got, there's just different layers to it, right? Where you're like, okay, but I'm not into it. And I'm looking on my map the other day and I'm like, okay, oh, there's a side. Haven't I been up to this area? I'm like, mother shit. No, I've never have. As I, I'm going up there on my horse, I'm looking over and I'm like, oh, there's a big guy, you know, like, uh, (laughs) You know, Lord of the Rings style. He's on his fucking horse. There's that, you know, that yellow fog door. I'm like, aha, if I kick his ass, that door's going to unlock. I bet you that gets me into the castle. Listen, you never fuck with the guy on his horse, dude. Oh, my God, dude. It's like, uh, I'm thinking, uh, what am I thinking of here? Cersei and um, not Lord of the Rings, but, you know, the guy who made the fucking, you know, based on his world. But like, all right, I'm going to get this guy. I'm going to call out my... uh, you know, my, my spirit summonings, I'm going to take me a rune. I'm going to fucking drink all kinds of, uh, elixirs and get my blood sword going. And, uh, one of the things that's cool is you can't exactly, you know, for each boss, you can, it all depends, right? Like whether you can stay on your horse or not. Uh, for some of them, yes, you can. Some, no, you cannot use it. You cannot use a steed. So, but for this guy, he was like, of course you can use the horse. And man, that, those are, those really, really help, <laughs> especially that, you know, get you out of the, you know, the way of the enemy really fast. Um, 
yeah, but I was able to take this guy out and, you know, using my, my last health potion. I was like, yes. And I was able to get it into the area of where I wanted to be. And it was just so satisfying. And yeah, I just fucking love going after bosses in this game. It's, it's just a lot of fun, man. Uh, because I want to be Elden Ring, Elden Lord, man. And that's, uh, it's, it's a blast. I haven't, I'm sure I haven't even gone after any super ass difficult bosses where I, uh, you know, where I wouldn't stand a chance, but you know, now that I'm a higher level, I think, I think I might, you know, and yeah, it's uh, I'm again, I'm still with that heavy build with the heavy armor and uh, I've got that sword. I actually wrote it down. It's that blasphemous blade. This is the one that uh, Deb Kamikaze has got me when he came into my game and I've actually able, I was able to get that up another level with the uh, somber smithing stone number seven or eight. Uh, I got that and yeah, so got that upgraded and, um, but there's just so much, so many things I still need to learn in this game. There's, for example, there's, uh, uh, like the magic. There are these memory slots, Jesus, that you, that you have on your character. I, I've actually unlocked where I have five now. And I kept thinking now for the longest time, how in the, how do I even activate them? You know? And I'm like, I'm looking on YouTube. I'm looking at the controls. Like, how do I, how does this work? Like, I've never been able to actually get one to actually work. Uh, you know, and you can, on your controller, on your D-pad, uh, you know, pressing up will cycle through each one. I'm like, okay, I don't get it. So, of course, me not paying attention, Jesus, you have to purchase a finger seal. And the finger seal allows you to then use said magic. I'm like, aha, okay, I get it. You know, if I'm not using a shield with my left of my D-pad, boom, finger seal, activate whatever I'm doing, boom, back to the shield with the sword. And yeah, we're we're up and rolling. So um, <laughs> it's like, like, man, like there's just so many different things that, you know, those little things, man, that really help. Um, yeah. Gosh, and just going after, you know, and exploring and in dungeons and caves and stuff. So that's that's kind of where I'm at. I'm still, I really have no specific thing even now. Like, I wouldn't know what boss to go kill. I have no idea. So I'm just exploring, and when I find one, I try to kill it. So that's that's my uh, Elden Ring adventures. So, uh, oh yeah, and that Blasphemous Sword, Jesus. It's it's got that just that classic like you know sideways swing, um, you know your heavy attack. But when you use that left trigger, Jesus, it shoots out this fireball on the ground, and anything in its path is just mowed down. It's awesome, man. I love that thing, especially with a boss. You know where you're like, God dang, I can't even get close to a boss. But man, you lay that thing down, and it'll do some serious damage to it. So it's awesome. Um. Yeah, what else? What else did I play? Oh, right before the show, I was looking on the store, and I saw a game called Twin Breaker. This is a Sacred Symbols adventure. Now, these are from, uh, what is that, the guy you love, Colin Moriarty, or the guy you hate, uh, <laughs> or love to hate? Uh, he does the PlayStation uh, podcast with uh, Chris, I think his name is. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, so, I mean, they've always talked about it. This is, uh, this is Colin's studio. Okay. Uh, that that yeah, he has a gaming studio. Nice. I forgot the name of it, but yeah, it's a it's a good game. It's breakout basically, twin stick, left stick, right stick. 
And so I'm kind of currently playing that right now, and it's like four bucks. Not bad. I haven't played a breakout game in a long time. There's only like a couple of them on, you know, I think Xbox and PlayStation. So probably a million you can find in your, you know, on the Steams, but not so much there. Um, but uh, yeah. Oh, one more game. One more game I've been playing is uh, a game called Warhammer Chaos Bane. Now, million of these Warhammer games, I I don't think I ever played Chaos Bane. I don't. At least I don't remember it. So it was. I think it's either a game Games for Gold or it might have been on Game Pass or it currently still is. But I think I noticed it in the free to play section. You know, which they usually run on the weekends all the way through Monday. Um, but this is basically a Diablo three clone. And I will say that, I mean, almost to a T in some, in some ways, except for the story, of course. Uh, but the controls are really good. I like how you can just kind of map each one or each button to each, you know, thing with how you start off with, uh, I think I'm just playing with a sword and board, you know, not even a board, just basically sword. Uh, but with that right stick, um, you can, you're basically kind of hitting with your shield and. I think you're just stunning enemies. Um, but uh, yeah, graphics are good. I will say that the dungeon area, like I feel like I'm like I'm climbing up in this castle area, like every area is exactly the same. And I'm like, all right, well, they kind of need to change this up a little bit, you know, so, you know, it's not not up to that that Diablo quality of, you know, a real dungeon. So I don't know. I'll, I'm going to keep playing it. I like it. I don't know if there's co-op or anything to that, but yeah, I think it's only like, it was only like five or $6. I didn't purchase it, but who knows if I like it, I'll probably will. So uh, it definitely satisfied that Diablo edge. So, um, and yeah, just some pinball effects, three Williams tables, which are to me, which I consider the classic realistic tables. It's what I try to play the most of. So try to beat some of those uh, Ryan Gibson high scores, but yeah, not even close. Not even close. I'll get like a million points and Ryan's up there like five, eight, 10, 20 million. It's like, it's like ah, but yeah. A couple of tables I, I spent a lot of time on, but uh, anyway, but that's that's all I've been playing. So it's all for me. No mobile games this weekend. All right then. Well, I guess I guess it's time. I mean, what do we do now, guy? It's news time. We have news. Breaking news coming in. Deep beep. Some hot news here, Gunny. First story that I have for you all is Tim Swinney. Tim Sweeney, the uh, Epic Games Epic. CEO, uh, says in a newly announced cryptocurrency called Fortnite Token is a scam and warned that the company is now preparing legal action to shut the cryptocurrency down. The creators of Fortnite Token have pushed back, however, describing it as a fan-created project with no specific with no specified owner or company structure behind it. Fortnite token first appeared at the end of 2021. And, uh, yeah. Um, anyways. Uh, but rather than pulling the plug and hitting for the hills, the crypto team stood its ground. 
Uh, Fortnite token is not a scam cryptocurrency project, they replied. Instead, it is this is a fair launch, community-driven Fortnite game. Fans created cryptocurrency project with no specific owner or company structure behind it or a CEO deciding the future of it. Sweeney, who seems to have a lot of free time on his hands for a guy who's a CEO and principal shareholder of a multi-billion dollar company with uh, a fairly beefy legal department, picked up the gauntlet and says, that's not how trademarks and copyrights work, though, and you can't use the Fortnite name and images without the permission to market an unrelated product. Um, he did shortly thereafter invoke the specter of the Epic Legal Team Department. Uh, anyways, um, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, pretty much he's saying don't buy this Fortnite token, Gunny. Do not buy it, Gunny. I don't, will not buy it. Don't invest in Fortnite token because they're going <laughs> to probably get shut down by Epic. <laughs> he's going to probably sue them. Because they're using yeah. they're using the Fortnite logo, the Fortnite name, and all that to uh, support their, I guess. Fun. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I I get it. It's a scam and all, but can't there be fan websites? I don't know. I mean, I guess. But if they're robbing people, yeah, I would just ripping people off. Then yeah, that's fucked up. Um. Uh, Another news, Sony recently had their State of Play 2022. This is the summer 2022 uh, State of Play. Pretty much, um, people equated this to what they would have shown at E3, if there would have been an E3 this year, which there's not an E3 anymore. But uh, this went live on Twitch, YouTube, etc. And it was a 30-minute show, which is kind of short. But in this 30 minutes, they showed a few games. Uh, Tunic, which originally released in March of this year for the PC and Xbox, is now coming to the PlayStation Gunny. Right. Buy that, people. It's a good game. It's a really both, good game. Both the PS4 and PS5 will be getting this game on September 2022. Also, there were some PlayStation VR 2 games announced. Uh, PlayStation VR 2 obviously was confirmed late last year. Or maybe earlier this year. I don't know. Was it late last year that they confirmed it or sometime? Anyways, PSVR 2 is coming. And uh, one of the games that you will be able to play on PSVR 2 is going to be a port of Resident Evil Village. This does not have a release date yet. Also, fans of the original 2020 VR first-person shooter survival horror title The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners can now look forward to a sequel coming late this year, called The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Chapter 2 Retribution. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Now, I really never, I do not have that game on Steam. I should really play it. I've played, like, probably the first hour of it. And, like, I shot this lady in the head because she called me a liar. I was like, fuck you, lady. I'm not a liar. I'm going to shoot you in the head now. And I pulled out my <laughs> revolver and just shot her in the head. It's kind of wild. Like, it's... It's it's kind of a cool game because you know you're like in this like zombie apocalyptic world, but it's cartoony, so it's kind of like fun at the same time because it's kind of like funny because it's kind of cartoony. It has the art style of um, I would say uh, probably Dishonored kind of you know like kind of cartoony like that almost like not really super like it's not like cartoony like funny it's car just cartoon like cel shaded kind of shit you know like. Yeah. It's almost like The Walking Dead, uh, the other game that's The Walking Dead. Uh, the Telltale one? Yeah, the Telltale oh. one, kind of, yeah. 
It kind of has that art style almost. But you're in VR, you're in first person. Everything you do is in first person. That means everything. So like I'm, like I'm talking about you climb up pipes, windows, you open doors, you close doors, you kill zombies. It's all in first person. So if you want to be in a zombie apocalypse, play that game. Uh, you're also going to get a port of No Man's Sky and a spin-off title of the Horizon series called Horizon Call of the Mountain. Mm. Uh, these have been announced uh, with some gameplay footage, but no official release date for those games. There's also going to be a new sports game called Roller Dome. That's right. Uh, from British video game developer Roll7. Um, apparently, they're known for their series Ali Ali. Uh, Roller Drome is a sports action game scheduled to release August 16, 2022, that combines roller skating with third-person shooting. Interesting. This takes place in the year 2030 with the, within a corporate dystopia. The player is now aiming to become the next champion in a new bloody sport called Roller Drome. Dun, dun, dun. Roller Drome. <laughs> Unlike, unlike in real life where a roller drone is simply a roller skating venue, this sport has players shoot at their enemies while roller skating and performing tricks at high velocities. As a player aims for the top, they might also be able to uncover the dark tooth behind one of the corporation. This is going to have a vibrant associated comic book art style and a original soundtrack. Uh, so anyways, there's that. There's also another new game called... Uh, a Letter to the Future, scheduled to release the an autumn of this year. Season, A Letter to the Future, is a third-person atmospheric exploration adventure game who is being developed by the Canadian indie team Scavenger Studio. They also created the 2020 Battle Royale Darwin Project. Remember that? Uh, as a young woman from a secluded village gunny, the player will bike through a large, beautiful world before an unknown event wipes everything away. To preserve this soon-to-be-lost world, the player must now photograph, record, and document their experiences. While exploring the various landmarks and societies, the protagonist may uncover what led to this alternate reality and what is causing the upcoming cataclysm. Ooh. Dun-dun-dun. Also, from a new small indie developer called Studio Psy, E. Eternites is a dating sim hack and slash that takes place in a apocalyptic world where humans are turning into monsters called the infected after the protagonist's arms is cut off it gets replaced by a new arm that can transform into a blade to fight these enemies and now the protagonist and their confidence must survive in this new world and find a cure the player will have a set number of days to gather supplies explore dungeons and develop relationships with them with their confidence uh, besides gaining new abilities from these players, or the other NPCs, I guess, the player can also romance them, Gunny, which will not only affect the in-game conversations and actions, but will also change the animated cutscenes in the game. The game is now scheduled to release in early 2023. Interesting. Okay. Similar to the new Persona games, but you're like wanna... Edward Scissorhands dating Sim slash and hack. Hack and slash. Okay. I like it. Mix it up. Uh, after being delayed twice, the highly anticipated indie adventure game Stray announced that it will finally release July 19th of this year. The game follows a stray cat who yes, has now fallen. For all of you out there, 
know that I'm going to get this game for my son. Who has fallen into a large futuristic dystopian city filled with robot inhabitants and dark secrets. To find their family, the cat must navigate through these new surroundings and befriend a small flying drone named B-12. Ever since the game was introduced during the summer of 2020, many people have been excited to explore this cyberpunk world as a cute cat. During the game, players will explore and solve puzzles and avoid dangerous enemies while also moving and acting like a cat. Together with B-12, players will need to solve the mysteries of this world and find a way out. Uh, Does this tell me that that there's possibly, because it doesn't talk about it, like maybe a co-op mode where you play as a cat and you play as B12? Maybe. I don't know. I I really don't care. Anyways, (laughs) in other news, Gunny. I'll pre-order it for you. uh, Directed by Glenn Schofield, who who co-created the revolutionary science fiction horror series Dead Space, the Callisto Protocol is a third-person survival horror that just received a planned release date of December 2nd of this year. While originally set to be within the same universe as PUBG, the game has now evolved to have its own story and its own universe. This is taking place in the year 2320. The game follows a young man named Jacob Lee, who is currently a prisoner at the prison colony Black Iron, which exists on Jupiter's moon Callisto. When a mysterious outbreak causes people to start mutating into creatures known as the biophage, Jacob will have to fight his, for his life and uncover the dark secrets behind the facility and the people who run this place. With Schofield and other Dead Space devel- developers behind this project, fans are now excited for this new title. It looks kind of cool, no lie. It does. Uh, also, there was a new release window for Final Fantasy 16. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, new release date, summer 2023. This is going to be the latest mainline title. Players will find themselves in the fictional land of Valistea, where a disease known as the Blight threatens the tentative peace between the six factions, who each rely on the powers of ether-producing Mother Crystals. The game follows Clive Rosefield, his brother Joshua, and their foster sister Jill Warwick as they embark on a quest for revenge with Ryota Suzuki. As the combat director, it's no surprise the gameplay shares some similarities with the Devil May Cry series. Uh, there's gonna, there was a new Street Fighter VI game announced, a new trailer. Uh, so yeah, this is going to be the newest Street Fighter in the Street Fighter series. Um... This game was teased back in February of 2022. Uh, it's now in development, and the game is going to be released in 2023. Uh, and there's also a Resident Evil 4 remake coming, Gunny. It looks pretty modern. Ooh. It looks like a modern game, just like the Resident Evil 2 got the remake, and Resident Evil it, 3 got one. And Yeah, we had we knew 4 was coming. I so never 4 is played, coming. Well, I never played the full Resident Evil 3 remake. And then... I'm, I'm going to take a shot in the dark here, Gunny. But I'm going to assume a Resident Evil 5 remake is coming. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, yes, we're oh, just kind of going down. We're one, going down two, the list. Three, one, four. two, three, five, six. Yeah. And, and then they're going to remake. Any, well, they, and they do make new ones, right? You got Village, and they're always making new ones. So, yeah, I just want to keep rehashing and, and making new uh, new ones as well. I like it. Village is good. I again, just too many games for me to play, but that one's good as well. 
Yeah. Um. Anyways, that's pretty much the main stuff from that. In other news, God of War Ragnarok, Thor actor has now finished the work on the game. Oh, Anyways, God of War Ragnarok is one of this year's most highly anticipated video games and one of the fans still know very little about despite being planned for a release in 2022. Um, anyways, since this initial reveal trailer in the fall of 2021, news surrounding God of War Ragnarok has been quiet despite a slated 2022 release date. Um, so, the newest update came from video posted by Corey Barlog on social media. Promising that Kratos' next adventure will be something special, but remained very vague about it. Um, anyways, people are skeptical about the 2022 launch. I am as well. I think this game's coming out next year. However, um, yeah, it's June now. I don't, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm going to be optimistic and say it is coming out holiday this year. Think so? It's gonna like, drop yeah, I, you know, like because now you've they allowed him to say his his voice acting you know, his has ended, right? That it's yeah. all his lines have been recorded. I think that, uh, yeah, I think I, I'm going to say they're, they're on track. Okay. Okay. Got him. I could be wrong. Just like everything else, like Starfield, you know, oh, fucking delayed. <laughs> Everything's next year, but no, I'm going to say it's going to be right on track. Otherwise they wouldn't let him say, you know, don't say anything like you, you know, yeah. that you record all your lines. Like let's keep them guessing. In other news, Xbox Game Showcase 2022 uh, is now happening on June 14th. That's right. Uh, two days after the Xbox and Bethesda Game Showcase 2022, Microsoft's new event will start at 10 a.m. Pacific time. It will be available to be watched on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. <laughs> is that where you're going to watch it, Gunny, on TikTok? I'm going to go on TikTok. What do I have? Yeah. I think I've got Instagram, whatever they Gunny, call that Gunny, one. Gunny, Gunny's on the TikTok. He's going to watch it on there. I got, I got my, oh, that's my 7-Eleven app. That's okay, Gunny's, Gunny's preferred platform to watch video games fucking cases on TikTok. Uh, from <laughs> yeah. what we know so far, they were going. there's going to be a broadcast with a duration of 90 minutes, Gunny, where the companies will dive deeper into the info coming from the previous event. There will also be interviews with game creators, and the live broadcast will be available in English, Latin American Spanish, Brazilian Portuguese, German, French, and more to come. Um, anyways, this is yeah. coming. This is coming. So this is June fourteenth, but there's so this is the after show show. So there's going to be an actual Bethesda and Microsoft showcase Sunday. This Sunday. This Sunday on the 12th. I, and I the only reason I put this in the news because it was making headlines everywhere, and I thought, well, this is something they normally do anyway. Like, But sometimes they normally do it the following day. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's just they're trying to say, like, it's a two-day, you know, it's the 14th, two days later, where, yeah, it's it's something they always do. So they're doing the showcase on the 12th, and they're doing this extended showcase on the 14th. So watch both of them, people, if you want to. Exciting stuff. They must have a lot of shit to talk about if they're going to do two 90-minute fucking showcases. They're probably trying to, like, show up Sony like, oh, you only did 30 minutes. We're doing fucking two hours, motherfuckers. What's well, up? I would assume that the 12th is obviously going to be all their, you know, all their first party, you know, 
stuff plus whatever other stuff they've been working on with third party you know things as well you know major blockbuster hit stuff that you know is either hopefully again i think again because they're talking about whatever games got delayed and it's you know it's quarter one 2023 so yeah of course they're gonna you know mention those things and I agree. Anyways, probably show more trailers and yeah. biggest news is today's news. Today, this afternoon, uh, Giant Bomb announced that the website's co-founder uh, Jeff Gersman was leaving after nearly 15 years. I, and a, yeah, and a I blog guess. post announcing the departure it was explained that Giant Bomb and Jeff Gersman have agreed to go our separate ways. And a lengthy blog post shared on Giant Bomb's website staff explained that they were going to be transparent about Gersman's departure calling it heavy-hitting news and a big moment for the site and the future of the site. Uh, this is a thing that says, it says, Jeff has shaped a giant bomb in profound ways, and he's also been a key part of bringing on board the voices that have defined the site through its different eras. To this day, Giant's Bomb's influence on the way video games are covered on the internet is still as pervasive as ever, and Jeff remains inseparably attached to that legacy. But things change. Life unfolds, priorities shift, and people come and go. And the same goes for Giant Bomb. Um, as to why for he was leaving, uh, neither Giant Bomb nor Gersman shared any specific details, only stating that an agreement had been reached between the parties to go their separate ways. Um, they also uh, said uh, that the departure will not lead to a Giant Bomb 2.0, and that it still planned to be a weird and welcoming corner of the internet. They said change can be difficult to adjust to, but we are still building the bomb. And you'll get a much more detailed announcement about how on June 7th's bombcast, so be sure to tune in. Starting tomorrow, there will be a renewed focus on a core group of nine giant bomb crew members, and we'll be giving updates regarding future content, the plan for premium, and hopefully addressing the most of the questions you may have. And maybe even a few of you didn't even know you had yet. Uh, we are more excited about what's to come than ever, and we hope you will be too. There is no 2.0. There is just Giant Bomb. See you tomorrow. Um, this sudden exit today continues a trend of older staff leaving the popular video game site. Last year in May, three of the legacy members of the site, Vinny Caravella, Alex Navarro, and Brad Shoemaker, left. They went off and started their own thing called Next Lander. These departures all came after the news in September 2020 that the former parent company of GameSpot and Giant Bomb Viacom CBS had sold the sites to a digital marketing company, Red Ventures. While Caravella tried to squash the rumors that it was this new owner that had led to an exodus of employees, rumors amongst the fans and longtime viewers of the site still persist. Anyways, that's big news, man. Like... Holy shit. That's, that's yeah, a long time. I always time. thought he was. Like, he was Giant Bomb. I didn't, you know. And, yeah, I remember when Vinny and all them left. I think that's when I was kind of mostly listening to the podcast every week. Yeah, me too. Um, and yeah, I haven't listened in a couple months, but. I haven't listened I haven't listened pretty much since those guys left. I'm going to be real with you. But, I mean, to know that he's leaving, and that's kind of crazy because I know that. You know, he was there from the beginning, dude. He he pretty much yeah. him and um the other dude, uh the forgive his name. The guy the other guy, the one that passed away, they they yes, both yes. they both started the site like back right. in two thousand seven or whatever, you know, like a long time ago, dude. 
and so it's kind of wild yeah. that, that that I remember yeah so Jesus I remember when we were it might have been um gosh it might have been right before we started the revitalization of this show the horrible gamers podcast where I remember standing in this room right here where I am right now and I was listening to Giant Bomb on some device and it was talk they were t- and he was talking about you know, the street, right, like right behind me that he either lives there or, you know, that's where he grew up or lived. And I was like, whoa, that was a trippy moment because I remember thinking, I'm right here, man. I'm right behind you. <laughs> like, yeah, we're fucking neighbors, man. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah, good guy. He's always pretty positive on, you know, on Twitter and Facebook and uh, and, uh, you know, he's he's a little a little bit grumpy and I don't always I don't know. I don't always agree with the. Uh, maybe his reviews, I guess we'll call them or his thoughts and things on certain video games where I'm like, dude, come on, man. Did you not play the fucking game? You know, like, I don't know. He's, he's a very harsh critic in some ways, you know, Yeah. where very optimistic, but I, I don't know. I do enjoy listening to his detailed, you know, thoughts on certain games, you know? So, I agree. Uh, and I'll, I'll miss him. Yeah. I'm, you know, for sure, you know, I feel like it probably won't be the same, you know, as much as they try to say that it'll stay the same. Yeah. So who's left? I don't know. Is it just new uh, people? I have no idea. I don't know. I never go to the website. I usually just download the podcast and, you know, subscribe for a couple weeks or months. And it's yeah. obviously people, you know, I don't know, that are there that probably got replaced whenever the other guys left. I do like the other podcast the other guys started. I like Next Lender. I do listen to that every once in a while. Um, you know, it's almost the same vibe as Giant Bomb, but without Jeff, you know. <laughs> so it's kind yeah. of the same kind of lighthearted podcasting and whatnot, video content that they release. Um, but yeah, like, that's that's crazy, man. And, but I get it, dude. you doing it for such a long time. He's made his money. He's made his stuff. You know, he's probably, like, just, like, done, you know. Go do something else with himself. Um Yeah. Probably reinventing himself. Everybody, people move on and go to different yeah, places. I know he, he had a kid and shit, so, like, that probably affected it, too, you know? Like, probably having a kid. Recently, yeah. And, like, his kid is probably growing up, being a toddler now, you know, spending a lot of time with the family and shit. So, I get that, you know? So, congrats to him on 14 years, and congrats yeah. on creating Giant Palm. I mean, obviously, he created something that's going to last even after he's gone, so... That's something kind of cool, you know? Yeah. And I'm sure we'll hear from him now and again on there and be cool to. Yeah. He'll probably drop in to whatever, whatever. Anyways, that's all I have for news, Gunny. There's no other big news, really. Um, why do you say we move on to community questions, console corner? Yeah. yeah uh, I'm sure there's, there's probably lots of news that we've, you know, big news that we probably have missed, but didn't get a lot in there. But, uh, yeah, community questions. We just had the one from from uh, Elden Lord Dead Kamikazes. Um, let's see here. What do we got here? Uh, moving on to the console quarter. I think I've updated this correctly. So for PlayStation Plus, for the month of June, you have, speaking of God of War, God of War on the PS4. So what year would that have been? Would that have been 2018, 2019? Yeah, I think it was it. 20, 2018 that the year came out. That yeah, was a so. good year, man, for gaming. Oh, dude, that, game, that year was incredible for gaming. Yeah, that shit was fucking dope. Um, so yeah, you've got that for the PS4. Second one is Naruto to Baruto. Oh, Naruto Shinobi to Baruto. <laughs> <laughs> I know. 
on the PS4. <laughs> you gotta, if you're going to Naruto, you got to go to Baruto. Yeah, bro. Probably that's, 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 what, that's what the kids say these days. Going to Naruto, you go to Baruto. <laughs> uh, and your third game for PlayStation Plus, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. That is for PS4 and PS5. So yeah, you get three games, three games for PlayStation Plus this month. Now for the PlayStation Now, it's something I've been kind of like following it, kind of a doing once a month thing. So yeah, since this one is, I I didn't quite understand the website that I went to because this is the last month. Um, let's see. So I put May, but it should be June. Um, so yeah, it's the last month before we go to that whatever they're calling it. Uh, Game Pass. I have no idea. I haven't really been up on what PlayStation's calling it. Um, so yeah, that'll. I don't know. So how does that even work? PlayStation Now will not exist. They just will call it something else. I'm not sure. You know, I must have. I must have missed some of that. That uh, that news that we've been following for the last couple of months. I don't know. I don't know anything about that type of shit. I'll have to do more research on that. But I know the three tiers. We've talked about it before. Um, but. Uh, yeah, there are games coming to PlayStation now. You just have to see what's what's going on. It is now the 6th, so you've probably been playing them if you're listening to this. Uh, but I will say as a note for PlayStation players, um, Borderlands 3 crossplay is now updated for its live with PS4 and PS5. So apparently that was an issue with the uh, older and newer consoles for the cross-progression. So kind of weird that you could play with PC and uh, Xbox players but you couldn't play on your own system. But yeah, they got those bugs worked out. So kudos to them. Yep. Uh, moving on to Xbox, the Xbox land of things. You do have your, we talked about the conference coming up on June 12th. That's six days away. Uh, and on to your games for gold. Now these are just kind of like the unofficial ones I've gotten here. Jesus, because I just kind of cheated, looked on the Xbox. Uh, so it might be old from last month, but you will get to play Avon Colony. So I think that's, I think it's a city sim builder, which I never played. I know you played that, Jesus, but uh, never got into it. Uh, second one is Super Meat Boy. That's your backwards compatible gold game, which I highly recommend. Uh, now, when I say backwards compatible, they are. It has been re kind of redone. I think I don't know if it's been redone in 4K, but you kind of get that Xbox One version for it. So it's not an old ass 360 version. Um, so yeah, get that super beat boy and your third game, the inner world, the last wind monk. Uh, I did play that game, the inner world last wind monk. And yeah, it's just a, it's just a puzzle game. Bored me to tears. I couldn't figure it out. It does have a little help button to it, but I was like, yeah, I don't know what lever to press and push and do this or that, but yeah, not for me. Um, moving on to the game pass section. So what do we have? I just kind of put the, the notable games in here. So obviously we have Pac-Man museum yeah. as a recent release, the Ninja Gaiden collection. I don't know if I ever really ever got into those even on the Xbox 360. So they look fun. They look, they look cool and some look really difficult. Um, yeah. Maybe have to give those a go. That's also on the PC and the console itself. For Game Pass, as well as Sniper Elite Five. Ooh. So, yeah, good Game Pass lineup this week. Yeah, so pretty solid. 
Yeah, there's and there's a few others out there. You just have to look on there. But yeah, those are the ones that really caught my eye, and that's why I list them on here. Uh, over to Epic Store. Now, if we don't do the show, Jesus, I always forget the Epic Store exists. So Damn. glad we're doing the show so I can get Wolfenstein, the New Order. There's a, there's a good banger right there. That one, that's a good one. Um, and let's see here. We have oh, there is a mystery game that we'll be unlocking. Uh, let's see. Is it two days? I don't know. It's it's not out yet. So check back in a couple of days, or we'll just list it next week because they normally stay for an entire week. So, but that's all we have for free games, games with golds and subscriptions. Um, yeah. So that's all we have, guys, for the show. I think it's going to be a short one. So appreciate everyone listening. Um, Any questions or anything? No, I'm sorry. I did not check the Facebook questions. If you want to do that really quick. Um, and I can go ahead to read this story really quick, Jesus, while you do that. And that is Nintendo's big pirate, big piracy case. And it's a very sad story because this is breaking news guys. Uh, remember back in February, Mr. Gary Bowser, who is the, I guess you can call him the, uh, acting CEO for Nintendo. Uh, who's, which media reports have been described as a hacker, was sentenced to 40 months in prison for his role in selling cheat and modification devices for Nintendo hardware. Being a court case, most reportedly dealt only with names on a page and cold facts. But a transcript of Bowser's sentencing hearing uh, that has just been released has given us all a reminder that this was a very human case where the motivations, actions, and outcomes were most complex that have mostly been reported i'm sorry guys gary bowser is the hacker not the uh not the ceo who was also named bowser by the way so i did have that little bag mixed up this guy's a hacker uh he's probably probably not his real name right i'm just gonna name my fucking last name bowser too he's a canadian gunny of course, he's a Canadian. Fucking hey, man. What the he hell, played, eh? He played guilty last year to the U.S. government cybercrime charges over his role as a top member of Team Executor, the group sold tech that circumvented copyright protections and enabled the Nintendo Switch and other systems to play pirated games. Authorities estimate that the piracy cost Nintendo nearly or upward of $65 million over nearly a decade and even compelled the company to spend resources releasing a more secure model of the Switch. What they're saying, this is a very significant moment for us, a Nintendo lawyer Aja Singh told the court at the time, as he laid out the company's case against piracy and awaited the sentencing. He said, It's the purchase of video games that sustains Nintendo and the Nintendo ecosystem, and it is the games that make people smile. It is for that reason that we... Do all we can to prevent games on Nintendo systems from being stolen. He also noted that Nintendo's losses from Team Executor's piracy and sounded a note of sympathy for smaller, non-Nintendo game makers whose work are also pirated. And he wove in a complaint about cheating, which he said Team Executor's hacks enabled. Cheating could scare off honest players and upset families. Parents, parents should not be forced to explain to their children why people cheat. And why sometimes games are not fair, just because one person wants an unfair advantage. At the hearing, the U.S. District Judge Robert Lasnick noted that TV and movies glorify hackers as sticking it to the man, suggesting that big companies are reaping tremendous profits and it is good for the little guy to have these. 
what do you think, Lastnik? Asked Nintendo's lawyer at one point. What else can we do to convince people that there's no glory in this hacking and piracy? There would be a large benefit to further education the public, Singh replied. Um, in a brief remark direct to Lastnik, Bowser said longer prison time would not scare off hackers. He said there's so much money to be made from piracy that it's insignificant. Bowser was sentenced to 40 months in prison, Gunny, compared to the 19 which his lawyers were seeking, who said the hacker had already served much of that time while awaiting for trial. Bowser's lawyer said that nearly six months out of it were spent alone in a cell for up to 23 hours a day due to COVID-19 and other health concerns. I think there's a role to be played here in terms of a message, said Lesnick, who said in the normal times he had given the full 60 months requested by federal officials. Um, later that day, Nintendo issued a press release thanking the authorities for prosecuting Bowser. That is crazy. 40 months in prison. Yeah. That's a long time. So a long How time. Long That's three yeah. years. Three years and four months. Yeah. Damn. I hope he made a lot of money when he hacked. Because, I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah. it's three right. and a, that's almost three and a half years of your life that you're going to be stuck in a prison. You know? That sucks. Yeah. But, hey, man, do the crime, do the time, right? Yep. Um, yeah, so don't hack people. And if you're hacking, don't get caught. And if you get caught, well, then... You better have good lawyers. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's a, that's a big uh, thing for Nintendo, man, because Nintendo really hates hackers. And But I mean, they're right. Nintendo had to re-release the Switch. I don't know if you remember that when the Switch first came out. Like the ones that came out originally, like the very first Switches, those could all be easily hacked. Like you don't even need like anything really to hack them. You just like fucking download the software put it into your fucking console and boom it's done like it's broken it's done you know like it's, it, it's easy is that easy and they had to re-release the switch kind of you know quietly they did it but they still did it and people noticed that they did um so yeah i mean i you know i get it you know nintendo did lose a lot of money over a decade you know that's 65 million is not yeah nothing you know like they, that's a lot of money dude that's I, I mean, you know, people say, well, it's a billion-dollar company. <laughs> well, yeah, they are, but, I mean, that's still a lot of money lost, <laughs> you know, like, fuck. And then they're right, you know, a lot of indie developers that are just small-time development studios that publish by themselves or whatever, you know, and are self-published. I mean, those guys don't have any, like, big backing, dude, you know? They don't have any huge team or any big marketing or... You know, and if their shit gets hacked or stolen or pirated, then they really make no money. So it kind of right. sucks for those guys, you know. Can you imagine making, like, a really good game gunny that's kind of fun? Everyone likes it. You know it'll be fun. You know it'll be kind of a hit. It might make you a million dollars or whatever, you know. You won't be set for the rest of your life, but you'll be comfortable for a little bit. And yes. then, And then all of a sudden you realize, like, everyone's just pirated my shit, and now... Like, I, instead of making the million dollars that you thought you were going to make, you only make a quarter million, you know? Right. <laughs> like, like yeah. fuck, man, that would suck. But, yeah, anyways, no no community questions, Gunny. No, no, I guess I wasn't sure if we had asked about with uh, Brian Tilt Jr. when he was talking about his uh, 
Castle BM ban or if that was an old one. I know that that it happened. It kind of happened again. So, I don't know. Um, yeah, he was just talking about... He put that in Discord, but I did see something also on Facebook where he was just talking about where the ban was up on his Xbox, but it was... I don't know. And then he couldn't basically couldn't get it resolved where, you know, when he called or emailed or whoever he was talking to and you just frustrated with it, so... Um, yeah, I don't know, Brian, let us know, you know, what resolution there was or what the deal was with that Xbox. So, cause everybody was just offering all kinds of suggestions about trading in the Xbox, you know, and fucking, I don't know, changing the account number and all this crap. So <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. So I hope everything kind of worked out, man. So we'll see. But, uh, yeah, I think that's all we have, Jesus. Oh, we okay. Have to the show. Um, all right. Well, with that being said, you can find the mail on everything as the mail. Mail one on Steam or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Find him. Go find him. Find me and you find him. Find Gunny and you find him. Where can people find you, Gunny? You know, go find Ryan Gibson. Gibbs. Gibbs. Eight. Eight seven seven seven, um, and uh, yeah, he's on Xbox and PC, and he's on Discord sometimes. But yeah, go find me on Xbox, uh, Gunny Sheaf, one word. That's G U N N Y C H I E F. I'm on the Twitters. I'm on Discord and Steam, Gunny Sheaf. So yeah, that's all. All right, and find me on everything that's Jesus Walks a lot. I'll be playing some games. I'll be playing some more Sniper Elite, probably, and some Battlefield today. Bring, uh, I'm just no more Battlefield, me, man. Brink, whatever, fuck. I'm just told me about this new mode. All right, and it sounds cool. It mixes all the Battlefield maps, which is what I wanted from the beginning. All the maps in the game. You wanted Fiesta mode. Conquest. No, so it's conquest mode, but it's the Battlefield 3, Battlefield Bad Company, and the Battlefield Ooh. 2042 maps all together. <gasps> Ooh, that sounds that sounds actually pretty good. It's actually really good because those Battlefield 3, Battlefield uh, 2042 remakes maps are really good looking. Like they look really, really awesome in the new engines or whatever. So I'm gonna go play that now. Anyways, find me on everything. And Gidget says, peace out, Brussels Sprouts. We'll catch you on the next week's edition of the Horrible Gamers Podcast, the post-Microsoft Conference edition of the show or whatever. We'll, we'll find you next week. Bye, everyone. Congratulations. Congratulations to all the seniors out there. Yeah. Graduate. Oh, yeah, you're, graduate. Yeah, they're, they're graduating. <laughs> hey, uh, Jesus, I'm a boomer. I'm a boomer. You know why? Because you know what I said to my kid today before I dropped him off at school? And he's only in the 10th grade, by the way. What? I'm like, so where do the other kids go? Who else... Who else uh, retired? Oh, oh my God! He's like, Dad, they, they graduated, they didn't retire. I was like, Oh yeah, sorry there, Sonny. That's right, they graduated, not retired. Bye, guys. Oh God! Oh, I'm a boomer. I'm a boomer. What can I do? I can't help it. This is bad. Anyway, bye, everyone. Bye.
Good luck. <laughs>